Do we do we need to hit record? Uh, I I am recording. So thank you for checking because that that's an important step that oh, you, you may have are missed you in the past. Do you okay, need so you in the volume? I um, mean, you know, auto again on our side, or do you got? I'm taking care of it myself. So anything what? screws up, it is all on me. You guys are joining us and wondering who are these other voices this is chris cartman chris say hey hey and glad Dan to be Patrice. here how you guys doing our buddies who for i i should have counted how many years we have done our summer movie picks because i can't remember five or six maybe it, or is, it's been a lot it's I been a lot i thought everybody won at least twice but apparently tony's only won once is that the case oh yeah i agree that's, that feels that. right. That feels right. <laughs> uh, so for those who are wondering what, we ta- what we're talking about is every spring we get together and do something called a screening, streaming, or steaming where we look at the upcoming summer movies. We kind of talk about them and then we do a draft on how we think they're going to do in the domestic uh, box office, the U.S. box office. And then in the fall or close to fall, we get back together, talk about the results and maybe some of the movies that we saw. So before I give the results, which is very anticlimactic, uh, <laughs> let me go over the picks of everybody here. And it's going to be extremely obvious who who won this. Tony, you have something to say? You're pointing uh, if, at if we had done our research before and I knew you were doing that, we would have gone to our website and done a quick thing called Movies on the Search Bar. And we would have seen that in 2019, we had our fifth annual. There's five. So this would be number six because... For some odd reason, I don't know why, we took a hiatus uh, <laughs> yeah. over the past few years. Because it would have been all streaming. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I thought it was just because Marty was tired of listening to me. Oh, heck no. <laughs> never, never. Please. All right. So here's the picks of everybody. And it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be obvious who won this. Uh, Chris uh, picked Indiana Jones, Mission Impossible, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And our fourth pick, everybody, we, always, we picked a dark horse about some of you that we didn't talk about. Uh, you picked a boogeyman. I did Transformers, Flash, Elemental, Haunted Mansion. Tony did Fast X, Spider-Verse movie, The Machine, and Voyage of Dementor. And then Dan picked Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Little Mermaid, Barbie, and Joyride. And we don't, that, that, that's it. That's it. I have never seen a blowaway is what just, let me give y'all the guys the numbers. I sent y'all <laughs> this, but this is for everybody to hear. So, I came in last at 484 million. Next to last was uh, Chris coming in third was 500 and 500 million 460,000. Tony had 551 million. Tan had 1.2 billion dollars. <laughs> Billion dollars. Billion. Do y'all realize that uh, it would if let's see if we would have combined yeah if we would have combined the Two highest other people we together still, still wouldn't have beat Dan. We still wouldn't have beat oh. Dan. Yeah. You I mean, know what didn't. else is fascinating? I think if you take out Barbie, I still might have won. You would have. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you yeah, would have. Oh, yeah, you would have. Yeah. You beat wow. us on Barbie alone. <laughs> <laughs> or you could take out Barbie. That's how, <laughs> it was a thrashing. I, I thrashing. just retired. It's never going to get better than that. <laughs> but, but the logic, it defies me from this. I mean... The Little Mermaid, I, I'll admit it was Disney and we didn't think a whole lot about it, but it thrashed Fast X. And that mm-hmm. that blew mm-hmm. me away. And yeah. then I'm looking at, I didn't have the pick because you got Barbie before, because I was going to pick Barbie and I got stuck with the machine. So that's my defense. Mm-hmm. 
No, I don't know oh, what Marty's no. defense oh, was. Oppenheimer. Oh, right? no. So here's this. Okay. Yeah. Where, why, where was Oppenheimer? Why? I, one know, of those I don't know why we didn't pick Oppenheimer. The third biggest movie of the summer wasn't drafted. Right. Yeah. Why did we insane. not take a, a yeah. Nolan well, movie? What were we well, thinking? I don't know. Three hours. Well, because we, yeah. we didn't know. You never know. It could have been another tenant. You know, mm-hmm. you, you just didn't know, but probably should have guessed. When, Especially when, Guardians, since when Guardians fell to me at three, I knew I had a pretty good shot at winning because I was going to get another pick real soon to get a decent one. Uh, and then we all just kind of, we kind of try to ride the Disney bandwagon sometimes. Marty, your Haunted Mansion pick in the fourth round was was a really, really good one. I think I just completely forgot that they were redoing the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good pick. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't that far behind on my fourth pick with Boogeyman. No, Boogeyman was amazing too. But and I think yeah. Marty, you, I think you said it too that uh, by the midsummer, everybody's looking for a horror movie. Yep, and which is funny because what was Joyride about? So Joyride was just kind of like <laughs> the uh, it was like um, um, it was like a, a, an Asian version of um, uh, Bridesmaids in in a oh, way. Okay. Oh All yeah. Right. So yeah, it was kind of like Crazy Rich Asians doing bridesmaids in, in a way like that but and it and all the trailers were really really funny uh and and it got some buzz in the summer but man apparently nobody went to see it because no. oh, everybody was at barbie yeah everybody's <laughs> yeah. at barbie but, but i mean the three of us picked horror flicks and you didn't and mm-hmm. you finished last in that category yep i sure did interesting so so on this uh the fourth dark horse pick uh i had the highest at haunted mansion with 65 million who knew who knew a dark horse pick, which would have been the sixth highest grossing movie of the summer, was Sound of Freedom at a hundred and eighty-three million dollars. You know what? As yeah. of that recording, I probably never even heard of that movie. And I, and I did a lot of trailer watching. I, mm-hmm. I still, I mean, it's got a lot of buzz, and maybe just because I've been uh, busy this summer, I still have no idea what that's even about. N- no know. idea. So uh, it's a very serious topic about a guy who uh, basically went to Colombia to uh, break up a child trafficking ring. So it's kind of a biography. Okay. And I think it got a lot of buzz because it, it was a pretty heavy topic that people said, Oh wow. I didn't know this stuff was going on. So it brought a lot of light to it. And then people were very interested in it. I had not heard of it either until it came mm-hmm. out, but yeah. it's just They're- weird that two of the top six movies wasn't even drafted. We're, we're not even drafted. Yeah. No. So can we, Sorry, y'all. Our recording dropped. My fault. If it uh, it just crashed, if it happens again, I'll just have to do a reboot. Where we're just going to kind of continue wherever we we were talking about. Now, I, I will say this. I, I would like to go through. Are you fuzzy movie. right now? Is this camera fuzzy <laughs> to you guys? <laughs> <laughs> On the recording, it doesn't look fuzzy, so I think we're good. So okay. I just want to make sure you're not podcast fuzzy. Or not, uh, Reason why uh, I'm getting all this set up, we're also broadcasting this on YouTube. If you want to go to our YouTube channel, you can see all of our smiling faces. So I was why? thinking what we would do is some of us watch some of these movies and we could just give our thoughts on them real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually go through the list and the way they were drafted. And yeah. I'm going to use the term flop a lot during this. Flop means lost money. Not that it's a bad movie. Mm, gotcha. Flop means lost money. Okay. Uh, Indiana Jones, the first flop of the summer. Who saw it? It's on my list, but I have not seen it. I still have not seen it yet. I did. Okay. Then I want, then there's not much discussion needed there. It's, uh, 
It's available to to what? stream now, and I want to, but I have not gotten to that. Yet. Is it really available to stream already? Yep. What's what's it on? Uh, you can get it through Apple, and okay. I think you can buy it through Amazon. Maybe. I'd have so, to Marty, is it is it uh, is it number four or is it number three or is it somewhere in between? Uh, that is a great question. Uh, it's been so long since I seen yeah. since I saw Crystal Skull. Uh, I think story wise, maybe this one's better. But man, they just did my my man Indiana Jones. Wrong. He was just an old curmudgeon, and I'm like, I'm not used to this. He just wasn't indie, mm-hmm. and I guess that was the whole thing. Was I'm old, I can't do this anymore, sort of deal. But anyway, uh, yeah. So that movie made 174 million. The budget was 250 million. Now uh, I'm gonna throw, start throwing around numbers because it's gonna be important later on. So are you moving on to the second one? I want to no, ask. No, I'm not. Here. Okay, I was gonna ask a question of you, but I'll let you go and then I'll ask a question before we go to the next one. Yeah, I was going to say that uh, typically for a movie to make money, it needs to make two and a half times its budget because it only mm-hmm. makes 50 cents on the dollar. So that means this movie at $250 million would have had to have made like over $700 to $800 million to break even. And worldwide, it came in well under that. So anyway. my question to you is, are we seeing, since there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of flops this, this summer. Are we seeing them spend too much money on films right now. I think that's mm-hmm. it. I, think I, that's I, it I don't think Disney can afford to drop 250 million on a Marvel movie anymore. It just breaking a billion just ain't going to happen anymore. Yeah. Well, especially when now that there's more competition for the summer, because what we were looking for during the COVID times, we we're just now getting back to somewhat normal with the theaters, but there's also people that there's a huge backlash because the theaters have raised their prices and changed like policies and it's just gotten more and more expensive to go to the movies. So I think that has something to do with it as well. So somewhat normal. Yeah. Somewhat normal for the movies. I mean, I was looking at times to possibly go see a movie. And I remember when you would see a stream of times and now it's like, okay, they start at four. Where, where's my afternoon? Where's your matinee? Yeah. Where's my matinee? Well, not that I would jump out of work or anything. I'm just saying, where is the man now? <laughs> yeah, yeah so, uh, I agree. Worldwide, Indiana Jones made uh, a wow. They're saying here the production budget was $300 million. Worldwide wow. gross for Indiana Jones was $370 million, So way short. Yeah. Uh, I, would be, movie, go ahead. I was just going to say I'd be interested to know adjusted for inflation what last crusade did like because in my opinion i think that was the biggest of all of them i think it had the most widespread appeal by that point and actually was the biggest of the indiana jones blockbusters but i I mean we don't have to do it right now but i'd like to go back and look and see what that would be adjusted for inflation versus what we'd see today oh maybe somebody somebody can look i think it still made money i would hope i would hope so too if you're going to continue the segment about who has seen (laughs) what i've got that for you i'm on it this will be real quick for me. Okay. <laughs> Anybody see Transformers? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> I actually saw a decent amount, but we're going to get to a, a big lull in my my seeing. Oh, wait. Wow. I saw Transformers. Oh, I streamed okay. it. I streamed it. Yeah, okay. Nice. I forget, almost forgot. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I thought I thought it was a decent movie. I could use more Beasts, seeing it was called Rise of the Beast. Rise mm-hmm. of the Beast. I thought it was uh, really good. I was... Uh, I really am not a big Pete Davidson fan, like at all. I, I don't see what people see in him, but man, he was good in that movie. Really good. 
I love that character and I can't wait to see more Mirage. I just thought, and of course, Peter Cullen is great. I thought, I just thought the movie was just fun. Like it's exactly what I wanted out of, out of the movie. And there wasn't, they didn't shoehorn in any stupid, uh, you know, dinosaur babies in there or anything like that. Like they did not whatever, whichever one that was that they, they had dino, uh, babies. Age of extinction. Oh, so bad. Yeah. But, but I thought it was great. I enjoyed it. Uh, Next movie, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which came at $358 million domestic. I thought it was a great top-off to the trilogy. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was so good. It. Yep. Yes. I agree. And like I mentioned when we broke it down on Geek All-Stars, it scarred me, like, deeply. Um, how so? Without no, spoiling. Because without... Well, I, I, oh, without here spoiling. Here's the thing, it, y'all. It's been six months. If you haven't seen it, we're going to spoil it. We're going to spoil a little bit. Probably spoiling that they give you the history of Rocket. I mean, that's yeah, that's kind of what I don't deal well with uh, animal cruelty, and so mm. everything that the High Elemental did during that movie, I'm just like cringing, just knowing what's going to happen. And you know, when you get invested, and there's one thing to get invested, like if it's a dog movie and the dog gets hurt, or somebody like John Wick, they kill. Spoiler alert, they kill his puppy in the first one. Um, Never, ever kill the dog in a movie. <laughs> exactly. That's how you know when you truly got a villain when somebody kills a dog. But beyond that, if you give them personalities and they're adorable, even though they're kind of horrifically disfigured, you, you're going to you get invested. And it's so incredible about that movie that you got invested in these CGI characters. And that's a testament to... James Gunn and the production team and the animators and the voice actors, like all of them just came together and gelled super well to make you feel so much about it was a, it was a movie about heart Mm. and it scarred my heart, but at the same time it touched it. And so that was why it was just, you know, in spoiler, they do not kill Cosmo. They let that dog live. And that dog does live. <laughs> that dog kicks butt at the oh, end. Cosmo's great. So if you, yeah. if, uh, if you guys don't, don't mind a, a shameless plug, because mm-hmm. we, we talked so much. Uh, we we had a, a spoiler alert on on Guardians of the Galaxy three on the Geek All Stars. Uh, we often go longer than the movie itself. I think we might have been just a shade under. <laughs> we, we were close. <laughs> but it's a uh, great, great, great movie. It was it was a great way to start the summer movies for me. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm I'm ready to watch it again. Uh, the uh, next pick was uh, Tony's Fast X. I did not see. I've seen it. And yeah, I went to the theater to see it uh, right before Logan and I left for Greece. We didn't know if we had time. Logan's a big fan of the, of the series as well. This one, I mean, I, I, I love the over the topness, but this one's just insane. It's it's absolutely insane. And it's, it's basically a two-parter. It's a two-parter. So it ends on a cliffhanger at the end. And you're like, man, I got to wait, what, probably two, three years until I see the second part of this? I don't know. It was... um. I love the cast. I thought Jason Momoa was a lot of fun. He was just, he was, you could tell he was having a blast. Whether, I, mean, I don't think he was drunk while he was acting, but when he wasn't acting, he was having a party and he was just channeling the most over the top villain you've ever seen. And he's having, having a great time. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Did they advertise going into it that it was a two parter? Did we know that going in? I knew it. Uh, right as I was going to see it, because it became everybody had gone. I I didn't see it on opening night. I saw it. I think the next week or two weeks, a week and a half later, and so it had been leaked. People had said, okay. "Yeah, that it was a two parter." So going into it, I knew it, but at the same time, I was like, I wasn't expecting. But it that. wasn't like Mission Impossible, where they clear as day say part one on Mission. Impossible. Right, right. 
this is just fast x the fast saga and you're like oh well, the saga i guess lasts several movies now so it's fine uh speaking of two-parter uh the next movie drafted was spider-man across the spider-verse uh i did see it another one of my top hits of the summer by far and it lives up to the first one Oh my! It sur- maybe surpassed it for me. I can't wait to watch it. I just haven't gotten a chance to see it. I, I haven't bought, either. I bought the Blu-ray. And we're actually going to watch it again uh, this week. That's one that, when I look back at the summer, uh, that's definitely up there, probably with Guardians of the Galaxy, is my favorite. It's available movies. to purchase on iTunes, and I'll buy it because I want to see it. And I own the the rest of the Marvel universe anyway, so I might as well. So yeah. yeah. Okay, so if you, I, I'm not going to say anything. It is a two-parter. I will, I actually told people this is there's a cliffhanger in this because mm-hmm. I think you'll be ticked off if you don't know it because it's a <laughs> harsh cliffhanger. That's uh, all my my son that. actually went to see it and he said that and actually both my kids saw it and me and Janice haven't seen it. But my, both my kids said the same thing where you kind of looking at your watch and you're like they're they're not wrapping this up in the next <laughs> twenty minutes, you know, or anytime soon. And that's how they kind of figured. Oh, this is definitely a cliffhanger. Yeah. I mean, people in the theater were either mad, shocked. It was, it was an interesting, uh, uh, dynamic. Uh, it's kind of like the empire strikes back. I I had the same feeling at the end of the empire strikes back. It's like, what do you mean? We have to wait at the next movie. See if you, well, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people felt that way about infinity war too. So yeah, especially the ones who weren't privy to what was really probably going to happen. So, so all three of y'all need to see it, especially, uh, Tony, since now you can see it at home. So the flashing won't mess with you. It, I think it's a little bit better. I don't think it's as, as crazy uh, psychedelic this time around, but the animation's top-notch. Awesome. Yeah, I didn't like that animation. Oh, well, You remember well, that? I, yeah, yeah, I remember you mentioning like that. Yeah. I think it's definitely an acquired taste, but... It's a little frenetic. Yeah. It's definitely frenetic. You, it takes some getting used to if you're not... If you, yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot of fast-moving stuff, yeah. Quick and everybody up. has their own look, which is just amazing. Oh, that's uh, cool. All right, so Little Mermaid came in at two hundred ninety-eight million. The live-action version, I didn't see it. No, I haven't seen it. Probably won't. Yeah, me either. I think it's actually started streaming this week. It's on Disney Plus. If you want it, I did go see this next flop. And by the way, of, of <laughs> wow. all the move of all the movies so far, only one had broke even or made money. And that's Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Did so Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider Verse? Those are the only two so far that actually made money. Spider Verse wow. only cost it cost a hundred million dollars, so that was that was an easy one. That's yeah, that's impressive that they only cost that much, but yeah. But one of the bigger flops, uh, Flash coming in at a hundred eight million dollars in the U.S. I saw it in the theater, and I'm like, "Did y'all see it? Yeah. It's great, dude! It's awesome! It's okay. really good. It's the most I thought it, of the summer. It's I so thought fun. it was fun. I thought it was a lot of fun. Now, some of the CGI, <laughs> on the other hand, is not so fun, but. I was actually pleasantly surprised at how they approached the Flashpoint storyline, mm-hmm. making it a true Elseworlds story and and taking their own, making their own take on it, which I thought was very interesting. I don't want to say too much because of spoilers, but uh, the main the main villain in this, the mm-hmm. kind of the origin of how that came about, was not necessarily a new new take, but it was a partially new take. Mm-hmm that I thought was fascinating based mm-hmm. upon what they did with their Elseworlds flashpoint uh, uh, timeline. The biggest problem was it's nothing they haven't done at the flash TV show though. In a well, way, true. That's very they true. I kind of did almost the same thing on there. Uh, 
I was very surprised at how, and this is going to sound weird. I was surprised at how I forgot it was Ezra Miller because. Oh my gosh, y'all. Again, I am so sorry. OBS crashed. We have done a full reset of everything. Hopefully everything is okay. Dan, you were telling us how you felt that this didn't, you didn't feel like Ezra Miller as you were watching The Flash. Okay, so it's, what I kind of meant of it is, we all know that uh, they're kind of a horrible human being. Yes. And it's kind of hurt anything I see them in right now. But I just thought the way he was playing Flash and Barry um, and the kind of the, the two different Barrys actually, I, I just forgot about it. Like he, they, they did such a good job of in the movie. And I, and I thought the story was pretty good to me. I could deal with a lot of the CG in the beginning at the end. It got a little wonky with the CG and I was fine with them going into different worlds. You know, I, I don't really mind spoiling this because if you haven't seen it, you probably aren't going to see it, but <laughs> I think you should see it because it's, it's surprisingly good. My, my thought is, I don't want to get onto it too much of a dungeon here. My thought here is we, everybody knew this was going to be a throwaway movie. Even James Gunn kind of knew mm -hmm. that there was yeah. no chance that this movie was going to succeed. So I don't know what they're like. You shouldn't make decisions. Like he, they, they're trying to make it seem like they're making decisions on a DC universe based on this movie, but he knew this wasn't going to be a success and they were using it to reboot the universe. So he already knows what he's got. Everybody still has a lot of faith in James Gunn and the DC universe, you know, with him using the DC universe. So I'm not sure. I don't know if this is just kind of, you know, the haters being haters and like the, the usual factions that we got as far as the Marvel versus DC. I, I think I, everybody just get off the ledge a little bit and let James Gunn work. I mean, we got to pay the writers first before you can let James Gunn work. Let yeah. Gunn work. So that we can get the other movies he wants. I mean, we're going to be we're going to be in the same situation in two months uh, when uh, Aquaman is supposed Aquaman two is supposed to come out, and that's going to be a train wreck too because um, we don't know what the, is going to go on with that. Because I can't remember did they, did they get rid of Amber Heard in that nope, one? Nope, she so, is in it. Oh yes, it's it's going to be again. We're going to be the same thing. People aren't going to want to see it because she's a horrible human being. But everybody loves Momoa. Maybe that helps. So I don't know. Anyway, I I saw the Flash. I think if uh, if you can stream it for free and you've got some time, I think mm -hmm. you should out there see it. You know, you don't, you know, maybe not rent or buy it, you know, even though I want DC to get some money, but take some time to watch it because I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Hey, hey, can I, can I say something since I'm not going to say a lot during this? Yeah. Okay, I, I just want to check. You can. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate that. So I was on, I, I did a little vacation and while I was on vacation, um, one of the um, people that was doing a presentation. Did y'all, I know y'all saw the director's cut of justice league, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the Snyder, Snyder, cut. Yes. Snyder cut. Yeah. yeah. The Snyder cut. She was one, uh, she did this presentation for us. She was one of Aquaman's wives. And I was saying, bull crap. I don't know anything about this. And she was at the Aquaman's very beginning. Wives. At the very I, beginning. I don't remember the, the Snyder cut. Know that there was another woman involved. There were, she said there were like three wives or something that she, hmm. I don't know. So I've got to look it up. Yeah. I, did, I, I don't know. It, I, she was listed in IMDB. So, you know, it's true. Well, That's true. You know, it's true. That's, That's right. True. I can get a okay. listing in IMDB. Okay. I'm um, going to go back to mute. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, 
I, go ahead. Go ahead Mark. Oh, no, I was going to say the one thing <laughs> I want to try this without spoiling it too much, but the one thing that I was happy to see was a, um, a version of a movie that never happened that we finally got to see what might've happened at the very end of that movie. Um, okay. It's a Kevin Smith story to tell. And if you've ever heard Kevin Smith's story, actually I played that Kevin Smith story for Logan after we watched the movie, mm. she didn't quite get it. At the end, I had to explain a little bit more than he did. But anybody who gets that reference will know what I'm talking about. There's an alternate universe that shows this, and it's pretty freaking crazy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I think this is, yeah, so this is the last one we'll talk about. So I'm just going to bring it by here. I just think, yeah, you have the Ezra Miller thing and all that. I just think there's just superhero movie fatigue right now. Blue Beetle, none of us drafted, bombed. It made 60-something million dollars. It did horrible. Aquaman, I think, will do better. I think the Marvels are going to do bad. I just think we're in that period of people are like, I'm kind of tired. Give me a few years. So maybe James Gunn needs three years of doing nothing and then hit us hard with a good Superman movie or something. So can we... So the word bomb, to me, it it, it represents two things. I should use well, it represents two things to me, like... A bomb is something that is not very good and made no money. Of a, a flop, I don't know, maybe underperforms at the box office is probably the best way because so many of these movies, like I, I still, uh, it, it's been such a whirlwind August uh, with both of my kids going to school that I haven't seen Blue Beetle, but I really want to see it. But everybody's talking about how good Blue Beetle is too. So I feel like another one that's just underperforming at the box office, but could be, uh, I don't want to say maybe critical, but or a fan favorite. You know, it could be something that did, did you see it, Marty? I, I did not. And okay. I've heard good things about it, too. That's why I'm saying I think there's fatigue. Even no, you though it's a good right. movie, people are like, eh, I'll just watch it later. I think it's something. mainstream fatigue, mainstream superhero fatigue. The people like us for, uh, well, maybe not Tony, the people like us three are going to go see superhero movies no matter when they put them out. You know, Typ I mean? like typically. But again, uh, like I said, I, I'm, I'm the biggest Flash fan here and I didn't go to see it. Yeah, you know, I waited in Greece for a month. Well, that's true. I had less time to watch <laughs> movies this summer than I thought I was going to, and but I, as soon as it was available for streaming, I watched it. Yeah. You know, and but but yeah, it's like it, I'm I'm more likely to wait for some of those. I wasn't going to wait for Guardians of the Galaxy, but it, I was kind of okay waiting for Flash, even though I'm a huge Flash fan because again, like you mentioned, it was going to be a train wreck. It ended up being more fun than I expected. But I'm also glad that I streamed it. So, yeah. you know, it's just one of those things. I don't know. It's tough. Um, well, okay. So this next movie is the one that honestly, out of all of them, I'm really surprised. Honestly, I don't think it made its money back either. And that's Mission Impossible. Uh, it made $171 million, And it was loved by critics. It was loved who everybody by saw it. But nobody went and saw it. I don't. I saw it. I saw it and I really enjoyed it. But. Did, did either of y'all, any of y'all see it? No. I'll watch it, it when I can fully stream it, but yeah. It was a, a fun, fun movie. Great action. And like I said, um, Dan, you're right. Blue Beetle was well-received by audiences and critics. People just didn't go see it. Mm -hmm. A Tom Cruise movie can't make money? That's surprising. Well, and that's also relative, too. So when well, you the Mummy didn't. I mean, look at Mission Impossible. Well, actually, yeah, the Mummy was a, was a weird, weird one, and it had a little bit of a twist to it too. But yeah. if you look at Mission Impossible, 
it made 171 million. So, I mean, it's still in, I mean, it's it nothing. Did, it, it's nothing it, made, it didn't make its money. Back. Okay. I'm sorry. It didn't, but it didn't, it didn't make, I mean, they, it drew 171 million. So in the grand scheme of things are, maybe this was just a weird summer with a lot of movies that people went to see. It's hard to say because like you said, nothing's making its money back right now. I, I, I just, when I look at that, I'm like, Oh, I I've heard good things. And I, and I thought people went to see it, but I mean, only what making probably what half of its money back. And again, worldwide too. We also have to, you know, this, we may not look at just worldwide, but the studios do. Right. Well, you have to. So here, I got the hard numbers right here. $291 million budget. So let's go ahead and round it up to 300 million, which means it requires 600 plus half of that. Almost 900 million to make its money back worldwide. It brought 563 million. It lost probably three to four hundred million dollars. Right, and what is it? What are they going to get on streaming rights for that? Probably, it's their own part. service. How yeah, much uh, rights do they get streaming them their own movie? Their know? own movie, yeah. yeah exactly. It's not like they're selling it to HBO anymore or anything like that, where right, they could right. be making some more money. I mean, they'll make they'll make some movie off DVD sales. They'll make some movie off uh, rent or uh, you know uh, buying digital copies of it as well through iTunes and services like that. But it'll be nothing like the box office. But, but I can't imagine the DVD sales market being anywhere near what it used to be, what, 20 no, years ago, when no. it was a huge way for, for studios to make money. Oh, absolutely. Now, now yeah. it's like, I mean, what that was, was where time? that was where cult classics came from. We don't have those much anymore as far as like, especially, well, back then it was VHS, but you know, DVD, VHS, you know, all that used to be a way for studios to go like, hey, and people to pass around and go like, word of mouth, you got to check out this movie. Nowadays, you get some word of mouth and you get some, pay off in the dvd sales but yeah it's it's nowhere near what it was back in the Wait, day when was the last time i mean well marty you just said you bought a director's cut of something what was it uh i just, I just bought spider verse i mean yeah. i haven't bought a dvd in in forever because now i haven't either or yeah. or uh i mean i ha- i still have i mean mm-hmm. i still have tons of dvds and stuff that um i'm almost too lazy to throw one in there i'd rather see what's what else is streaming if i gotta go walk over and throw something into my xbox or something you know uh, it's kind of weird. I'll typically buy it in iTunes, and I'll wait until the price is a bit reduced. Now, there are some that I'll buy outright. I'll probably buy, because like I mentioned, the indie streamer, but you have to pay for it. I might rent, wait until you can rent it, but I'll probably end up buying it. I'll probably end up buying Spider-Verse, but I'll buy them digitally. I'm not mm-hmm. going to buy them on DVD. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So, by the way, uh, I I thought it was an amazing action movie, but just last night I rewatched John Wick Four. I think John Wick Four is my action movie of 2023. I actually liked it more than Mission Impossible. I've heard that from and, some people as and well. It's, it being a two parter, how how was it an annoying cliffhanger, or was nope. it the was it an nope. okay one? It was it was a perfect cliffhanger that that wraps up something. But okay. we know there's something else. So it's not the across the Spider-Verse type cliffhanger. Okay, that's good to know. Yep. Well, it's funny because we get to some of the movies that I put as steaming. So, I mean, I'm I'm looking now to see if some of these maybe like, this was steaming for me because I just have no interest mm-hmm. in, in catching up with the universe. But some of what you've said or, or what I've heard this summer may elevate something from steaming to streaming now. Because yeah. now I may have some interest in seeing uh, Mission Impossible. It's worth seeing because... And you sit here and watch Tom Cruise and realize he's doing all this. And that's just really impressive. And he's 61 years old. He's 61 Amazing. Years old. And he keeps getting younger. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Him and um, Paul Rudd. 
Yep, um, exactly. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came in at $111 million. I did not see it, but I heard good things about it. I heard great things about it. I'm going to watch it very soon. Um, I, I wanted to see it, but of course, it was one of those that probably going to stream because I didn't see many movies in the theater. But yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it because I've heard that it's hilarious and the teenage voice acting is great. I can't yeah. get past the glasses. Oh, Donnie wearing glasses? <laughs> I'm sorry. Nothing against glasses. It's just, I'm sorry. I grew up right. with Mountain Eye. You grew up without? Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't need glasses. Yeah, it, it's, uh, I, I feel like August never happened because it was another one I think came out at the beginning of August or end of July. And I just, just haven't been able to go see it. And I've been really, really wanting to see this one. Well, Which I'm going to tell you, right. Oh, teenage teenage yeah. Ninja. What, what's fascinating though, is those movies, they're, they're coming out so fast for streaming, not, not necessarily for free. You might want, you might rent them or have to pay for them, but you used to have to wait four or five months, maybe six months before something was available in streaming. Indies available streaming. TMNT is available. It's like all these that just came out are ready. So what's the impetus to go and spend a lot of money at the movie theater when you can just wait a couple of months and it's yep. available to you? And at this rate, Blue Beetle will be on max before you know it. Absolutely. Well, well I think part of the reason is, is because it's not doing very well at the box office. So they hope that maybe let's just get it to streaming. Real let's quick get it to streaming as fast as you don't see Barbie coming anytime soon. <laughs> no, Barbie will be a little while before. So let me ask you guys this. And this is probably something that the movie industry has always <laughs> thought. And so when something leaves the theaters, and it comes to streaming or something. I refuse to buy it because I know it's going to be free eventually or pretty soon. I can wait for it. But if something was in a theater and you could stream it right away and whatever theater is nowadays, what, nine or 10 bucks a person. So would you rather spend $40 and go to the theater and see it? Or what if it was the option to spend $25 at home and watch it? Like, and that's the only, like, they may not get your money unless you did something like that. Would you still, I feel like, I might do something like that if I can sit in front of a TV because I still feel like paying $25 to watch something streaming is ridiculous, but I'll go spend $40 at the theater for four of us or more with, with, but you know, well, it's, what, it's uh, a, it's a, it's an event to go to the theater. It really mm -hmm. is. And, but you got to remember, this is what happened with black widow. Black widow was in the theaters as, as well as being a pay-per-view, but you know, renting at the same time via streaming. That was why the whole lawsuit came about from Scarlett. Right. Well, that was also a big but COVID thing too, because I think it was, was a COVID thing. But I went to the theater to see Black Widow. I didn't. I didn't sit at home and stream it. I went to the theater to watch it because I wanted that experience. Now, would I do that for every movie? No. But for Black Widow, I felt like, yeah, sure. This, I, I'd like to go to the theater to see this. And I think they did it with Wonder Woman 84 because of the, yeah, yeah. and I think Dune was the same way last year. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's true. What's Which, your thought on that, Marty, though, as far as, you know, spending less money, but if, well, you're a movie goer, so it's hard I because am. you, you go quite a bit. I do. I, I like going to the theater. So if it's something I want to see, Vanessa and I'll go see in the theater. So. Right. So before um, COVID, I mean, I went every Tuesday. We have no desire to go back to the theater. There's a lot of people like you that. guys are painting weird pictures for me as an empty nester. So now I've got two alternate sides of the coin. I got Marty who goes a lot as an empty nester and we Tony do. who doesn't go at all as an empty nester. So, but I, I think, I think a lot of it has to do with what happened over the past three years. We enjoyed going to the theater, actually going to the theater and people were respectful back, you know, prior to having phones and noise and talking to the screen and all that crap people began to get respectful and it became a joy to go with and, and sit there with everybody and enjoy it without anybody interrupting it. And then, you know, 
what is it now? We don't have as many showings. We don't have the discounts. Um, we don't, you know, I still can get my Tuesday half price, but once again, it is more of a challenge, I guess, to get to the theater. And you know what? I don't, I don't need the challenge. I got plenty of that. I got to go to game night every Thursday night. That's a challenge <laughs> in itself. <laughs> it's funny. We haven't been to the theater since, since Oppenheimer and Vanessa and I are jonesing to go back. So we're actually going to go watch, um, uh, uh, the, the new, um, Agatha Christie movie comes the haunting of oh, Venice. Haunting of Venice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. is, is that the Poirot? Is that a yes. Poirot? Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with Kenneth Branagh. We're actually yeah. going to go see that just so we can go to the theater. And see, we're supposed to go tomorrow night to see Oppenheimer. And, you know, it's not going to be in a very big theater, but, you know, I, I mean, based on what Marty said, I need to go see it. I need to go see it with the sound, but I'm not going to get that opportunity. But I still won't see it on the big screen. The last one we went and saw was Top Gun Maverick. And that was well after it had been, you know, played out. So, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. I mean, that's a three hour movie and there's only two showings, which I know it's old, but it's one of the biggest draws in Barbie. Are you going to be able to stay awake for that? I'm going at uh, 350. So, yeah, (laughs) because I won't have eaten, nor will I have drank anything. So I won't miss during two potty breaks. I'll be okay. Have have any of y'all seen Oppenheimer? Not Uh, yet. It's I might worth, go this weekend. I it's worth seeing weekend. in the theater, even if it's not yeah. IMAX. It's the fine. sound, you, y'all know how Christopher Nolan sound editing mm-hmm. is, right? Mm-hmm. This is no different. It needs to be seen in the theater. Um, it still hasn't brought, it hasn't brought, no, nothing anybody said really has brought it up from steaming for me. I mean, I'll still wait forever. It, it, I'll eventually watch it, but it's, okay. I, there's probably, there's probably six movies on this list alone that I'd watch before it. Got it. Uh, next up is Elemental. Came in 154 million. I didn't see it. I didn't really have any desire. That was a steaming for me, and I still have no desire to see it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's one that looked cute enough for me that, like, if it's, I don't know, if it's free on Disney sometime, I might watch it. You know, it reminds me of uh, Inside Out. You know, things like that, where it's just like, you know, it's cute enough to to maybe watch on a whim. I won't go out of my way for it, but uh, I'll go watch some other Disney movie on top before I. Cue that one up. That was seen five times. <laughs> I, I watch Emperor's New Groove before I watch you know, <laughs> or, or Zootopia. It reminds me a little bit of Zootopia. It's, it's kind of like that light, yeah, art to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. And then drafted eleventh, the number one movie of twenty twenty three, Barbie coming in at six hundred and twenty million dollars. I have not seen it. I will eventually see it. Hey, when it's streamed. So. You actually oh, you saw, saw this one. You were the only I one. I streamed it. it. I streamed it just the other night. Oh, it's streamable it was... now. I didn't know that. Let me take that back. Maybe I streamed oh, it. Oh, Tony broke the law. Oh. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. So I would understand what the freak was 600 million worth. And I understand about the positive messages and I understand everything that came from it, but I'm like, okay, this better have some incredible acting in it. I heard it did. Didn't wasn't, but it washed over me. I mean, the funniest part to me was when the dog was pooping plastic turds. That was the funniest thing in the movie for me. Okay. What's amazing about Barbie is everybody in their mother has seen it, but I haven't heard anyone be like, Oh, you have to see this. No, nobody has said any of that. It's just, it was just an event. It it's was a, amazing marketing. 
And, and it was the, I mean, it was the marketing, the best marketing I've ever seen in my life because everybody's just posting pictures, wearing paint, going to see Barbie. But I yeah. never heard like with guardians, everybody said, you've got to see this movie. Like, and it was, you know, there was things like that all over the place with the summer, but nobody came out of Barbie going, you got to see it. So the buzz has made it streaming mm-hmm. for me over steaming just because I love Margot Robbie and people have said there's enough laughs in it, but nobody said, Oh, you, you just have, you've got to see this. Like, yeah. I mean, Margot Robbie you... sold it for me. I mean, she was amazing. I, I loved what she did in there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was, I was going to say that um, it, uh, you hit the nail on the head. Dan. I think it was an event. I think it mm-hmm. became the Oppenheimer thing was real. Uh, no, I'm sorry. What well, Barbenheimer, the Barbenheimer thing was real where it was an event to go see these two movies. And I think people just got caught up in that. I agree. I think it was an event, not only because of good marketing, but also because you got to realize almost every woman and girl out there who has played with Barbies wanted to see this movie. Mm-hmm. So in it's a huge, I mean, obviously the numbers prove that because it didn't matter what the marketing was. And yes, it, the marketing was brilliant, especially with people doing, uh, uh, social media and dressing up in pink and going to see it. But I think that that had a huge chunk to do with it. It didn't matter if they said, Oh, you got to see this or not. They all came out happy from what I understood. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a big part of it. They wanted, they needed something to make them happy. Right. You know? And, and it had, in some of the movies we've talked about in the past where you have those throwbacks, it had plenty of that, that people could, could see and remember and laugh at. So that was kind of nice that they threw that in there. So it reminded me of, all the movies we talk about super mario uh you know had some throwbacks to video games and things like that that marty could key in on or that washes over me but you know it's kind of like hey that's what they did they did an excellent job putting that stuff in there and get used to it because i saw an article the other day that there are over 58 toy ips in development right now and almost all of them have to do because of barbie Yeah, I think they already had it before Barbie, but it's a lot. Some of them, some of them, but some of them got the green light because of how well Barbie did. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, and you hit you hit the nail on the head. Market it to your audience, and they Mm -hmm. did that. They sure did. uh, They they and they market. Sometimes I get upset at stuff like Star Wars and stuff where they try to market it to everybody. Maybe Star Wars is a bad example, but you know sometimes they'll take a movie. It's like this is for everybody. It's like no, find your core and go after them. And Barbie did that in spades. Cause I think last I saw it was like 68 to 70% of the attendees were, were women. They were, you know, they didn't want to see transformers or fast X, but boy, we're going to go see Barbie dress up and just have a, the best time in the world. And it worked, it worked so well. It, yeah. it was a great feel good movie. And it is, it's a, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Don, Donna, my wife c- completely enjoyed it. You know, but she didn't, but to dance one, she didn't go raving. She didn't immediately get on Facebook and start saying, you got to go see this. You got to go see this. She didn't do any of that. She says, mm-hmm. yeah, it made me laugh. I enjoyed it. I'm like, okay. Not that I uh, saw it illegally or anything. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, caveat, Allegedly. Caveat there. Um, and then the, the last movie that was picked are the ones that we talked about and came in actually dead last of all the ones that we drafted. The machine coming in at a whopping $10 million. Nice job, Tony. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, if I put it on the list, I have to support it. Never <laughs> Did you watch it. I, please. <laughs> I have to support it. I ain't going to watch it. 
I think well, sometimes putting, when you I'm, put on the spot, like you just wanted you wanted to draft something, you you just couldn't remember what we had, and you're like, all right, I'll grab the machine. You know, no, uh, it was that I told Marty we got to put this on there just because it, it had Mark Hamill in it. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, maybe that'll draw people. I don't know. It sounded interesting at the time. But Marty, to your point, did I go see it? No. Did I go see any of the movies on the list? No. Okay. So it doesn't really matter. Chris, we're going to have to make a drive next summer and, and just drag Tony out of his house. And Marty, Marty <laughs> yeah, will help us. Screaming. Yeah, and we'll <laughs> I still think that the four of us need to go watch something. I think it would be a great event. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if the writer's strike is still going on, there going to be nothing we're going to no, watch next yeah. year. Yeah, um, I'll be watching gonna, Emperor's New Groove again. Movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and then we had our four dark horses, and none of them really did much. I think a haunted ha haunted mansion did sixty five million. Did anybody see Boogeyman, Haunted Mansion, Joy Rider, Voyage of Dementor? I, I, I was al I almost went to see Voyage of the Demeter. Uh, oh, Demeter. I, it, it, okay. it didn't work out. It didn't work out. But um, it, I heard it was a great movie. It did make mm -hmm. much money, but it definitely million. seems like uh, right up your alley, Chris, because it seems very literary. It is uh, in nature. Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's got the a first lot of, chapter of uh, Dracula, right? Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they and from what I heard is so I will say right now. So we had the conversation I think this weekend with my friends when I went camping with them, but we were talking about Frankenstein and how brilliant that book is, and considering that Mary Shelley just wrote it on a whim, uh, you know, as a you know a part of a contest among mm -hmm. friends, and I was like, yes, it is an amazing story. Dracula, on the hand, other hand, is super dry, and mm. I heard well. A lot of people don't feel. I feel like it's pretty super dry, but um, a lot of people said that the Voyage of the Demeter uh, was one that um, really made it get breathe new life into it and made it feel that kind of Victorian feel to it, but at the same time was very sort of a fresh take. And I thought that was cool. The one that I want to see with Dracula is Renfield, and that oh, is ready to stream course. right now. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, but by uh, the way, so to go uh, to go all the way back to the original part, uh, Indiana Jones, the original release, Raiders of the Last Ark, two hundred and two hundred and twelve million dollars, and last crew, uh, domestic, sorry, domestic. domestic. Oh. Um, and then uh, that's not adjusted for inflation. That's right? what no, seventy? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. seventy nine or is that what it 81. was? Eighty one. Eighty one. Okay, and, and then 192 for Last Crusade domestic. Wow. Overall, Last Crusade made 474 million, and Raiders of the Lost Ark made um, 374 million, I think, and adjusted for inflation. Last Crusade beat it at 1.6 billion dollars. I had a feeling. I had a feeling that was the big one. Did uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark get consideration that year for pick Best Picture? Is that I where some of the it just get a lot of buzz when it? I, I missed that tone. You said adjusted for inflation. Last Crusade was what? One point six billion dollars. Wow! So it blew away, man. I had a feeling it was the biggest one. Yeah. And as far as what you asked, Dan, I don't remember. I know that they got um, like sound editing and editing or something like that, but I don't remember <laughs> if it was Best Picture or not. Yep. All right, and here's the thing. So that's that's our summer movie stuff. There, I was super. Looking forward to Dune Two in the fall, delayed, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. which is a shame. Um, I was that's the only fall movie I was honestly looking forward to. Is there anything coming up rest of the year y'all are jonesed about or psyched about seeing? You know, I, I haven't even that. seen this. I would have to. I'd I have, have to look at a list. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like 
once you get past the summer, it starts to go like, ooh. Yeah. Uh, Doom I mean, was what, the only one that stuck out to me. Is, is there a big Christmas movie coming out? Is there a big Halloween movie coming Napoleon out? Napoleon is Napoleon's coming out. That looks really good. Oh, Napoleon. that's true. Yeah. Um, that and of course, Aquaman is uh, is what I wanted really wanted. But I don't see other oh, Marvels. I really oh, the Marvels because um, I really like the three of them. I think they've got um, actually. I don't know if it's the three of them or if it's just the girl that plays Miss Marvel is absolutely. She's energetic and she's infectious. Yeah, she's, she's her great. optimism is infectious. She's great. Um, I don't know her name. I'm sorry, but uh, and I do like I do like the rest of the characters, but I just think she's going to be great in that, and I think that'll feed off into the rest of them. I just hope it's a good it's a good story, and I hope the movie's pretty good. But I'm sure I'll like it anyway. Um, oh, Godzilla comes out in November, in December. Oh, the uh, Japanese version. Yeah, the Japanese minus uh, one. Uh, zero up. Uh, Minus one, minus Godzilla one. minus one. I, yeah, I will see that December first. I will be yep. in there day one. Absolutely. That trailer looks amazing. It Marty, does. what is an Animal Crossing Christmas Festival the movie? Oh wait, that's streaming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So between yeah Barbie and Mario, we're getting ready to be inundated with video oh. game movies and toy movies. So just Absolutely. get ready for it. And, and there's been more and more uh, very quality movies on Netflix. So that's something that we could think about. Well, there's no way. The problem is there's no way for us to uh, draft any of those. But there are definitely things where we could talk about those in the future. I mean, because they're still coming out because there's been some really good, uh, you know, straight to Netflix uh, movies that have been coming out. I'm sure I'm sure the other services probably have had some. You know, what we could do is just stop the silly drafting. No, no that's too much fun. Oh, too much fun. fun. Can we vote? How about a vote? All in favor of not drafting for the next one. Okay, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Tony was the only one that raised his hand if you're yeah, listening. No. Um, but yeah, talking about uh, movies at Netflix, um, if, yeah, Extraction 2 is worth seeing. Okay. If you saw Extraction 1. It's oh, just I didn't as, see that one. Oh, yeah, see Extraction 1 or 2? No, I know. I, I haven't at all. Recommend it? All right, I'll put it on the list. Yeah. What was the action, action movie, movie with Chris Hemsworth? Was the Tetris movie on Netflix or Apple? Uh, that was on Apple. We're seeing is like a biography sort of deal. And I just watched, uh, I think it's called Your Place or Mine. It was a uh, rom-com with Aston Kutcher and, uh, um, oh my God, Sweet Home Alabama, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese. Wow. I watched it. It's um, got Reese in it. It, it. It's really good. We, my wife and I watched it last night. So I, I, I thought it was, because Tony, I, that's for you. Because I know you and me have a soft spot for rom-coms. Oh, absolutely. Matter of fact, uh, I'm having the Red Herring Mysteries from the Hallmark Mystery Channel. That's that's the that's when we exercise. Yeah. Um, the nice. uh, looking at a list here, the the, the sci-fi movie The Creator comes out at the end. of Oh, September. that looks good, actually. From, yeah. Uh, the director is Gareth Edwards, who did the first Godzilla. Um, what else? a new ex ex exorcist movie is The Creator the one out. with the people with holes in their head? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that looks great. Yeah. Freak me out. <laughs> uh, Five Night at Freddy's, if you want to see a Halloween movie. <laughs> oh, it's Craven the Hunter? What? That's not this far. Oh, yeah, Craven the Hunter. Yes, that's in that's... 2024, isn't it? Oh, they moved it? Okay. I think they okay. moved it, but I didn't even know they were making a Craven. You know, and it's interesting what they're doing with some movies where they're they're still kind of going to release them, but they, they're claiming they're not going to do any press for them. That's I guess that's their way of supporting the uh, the writers i, I guess still making some money on the on the movies i don't know a prequel to the hunger games is coming boring do we need that we napoleon 
Oh, and the Equalizer Three, I think, is out now. I, I, yeah, uh, those movies are good. Yeah. Uh, oh, that Wonka, which is oh, oh yes. the one with Tim- Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Yes, that's coming yeah. in December fifteenth. And you, you, do you get these where you're like, you see that? Oh, we're getting another Wonka, and you're like, oh, dude, I don't care. And then you watch trailer, you're like, all right, they got me. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> You know what a surprise movie may be coming out to Netflix? Talking about Netflix movie? Uh, no, Zach Marty, Schneid- please tell us. Zack Schneider's Rebel Moon. Yes. Part oh, yeah, that looks really one. good. It is a part one of two, or I don't know if it's called part one, but I think yeah. it's Rebel Moon, and then they've got another one. Is it the other one's in like April, right? Uh, I'm not one? sure. But I, what I like about it is like, you know nothing about it, but it, at least like, okay, I actually watch this, even though I don't know anything mm-hmm. about it. It's it's a, a very you know you could rename that it's a, a very Zack Snyder Star Wars is what that is <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> uh, I saw a preview of Ferrari uh, from director Michael Mann and Adam Driver that actually looked pretty decent anything with Adam Driver I'll give it a shot that guy or can Michael act. Mann is the director so good. I love yeah. Adam Driver he's great well, his, his last name's Driver and it's about Ferrari I mean come on so no brainer oh speaking of uh, video game movies a lot of people said that uh, Gran Turismo was really good. That's what I heard too. If you like racing, yep, which I do. <laughs> and and the that real guy that it's based off of is actually a stunt driver in that, and I think he makes like kind of a little a, a cameo appearance in there. It's crazy that it's a true story, though. Like when you see the trailer, and I, I'm not, I'm familiar with the story, but when you see the trailer, you're thinking, "Wait, what is happening here?" And that, so people are gonna be watching that movie thinking, "Like this can't be real," but it is. It is. Yep. There's a movie called Pain Hustlers that's got Emily Blunt, Chris Evans in it. And it's about a bankrupt pharmacy. I'm in. (laughs) 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 Oh, all right. Well, that's it. So one of the craziest of the six years we've done this, the most insane drafts I think we've ever had. I I mean, well, how much did anybody look and see what my Jurassic World did? Because that summer when I drafted Jurassic World, it was you kind of ran away with it. No, I, it. no I don't. I don't. I think in summers past, somebody has made more. I, I don't ever remember being this much of a difference. Yeah, especially yeah. for the guy yeah. who drafted third. Third, <laughs> right? Exactly, and drafted Barbie third. <laughs> There's got to be somewhere we have Very to have uh, the you know the the history of the list. We need to see if we can find the history of the list because that would be interesting to look at too. Tony actually has that in our guild. I think he used to post those in our guild on BGG. So maybe we can yes. find that sometime. Somewhere. And get that, that out good. there. Well, well guys. BGG guild? Yeah, I think it's still out there somewhere. We rarely use it because we're mainly on Discord now. Exactly. <laughs> guys, thank you so much. It has been a blast. I'm so glad we're doing this again. I hope that everything gets fixed with the writers and everything so that we can do this again next year. It would stink yeah. to get here in the spring and there's nothing coming out in the summer for us to talk about. Yep. Pay people for what they do for you. Go figure that that would be something yeah. good. I mean, just they're not really you. asking that for that much more. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah, it is. So before we get out of here, Chris, where can people find you? You can always find me on Twitter, uh, threads, maybe sometimes Instagram, uh, at dice, hate me and pretty much any social media at dice, hate me. And of course you can find me on the geek all stars with Dan and eventually, someday, we'll record another State of Games podcast. But we'll, you know, we'll see. And Dan. And, and of course, you can find me at Geek Jock Dan on Twitter. Uh, I don't think I'm on pretty much anything else. I'm just too lazy and old to get on too many other things. 
like Tony, Tony, are you just on one thing? No, I'm not even on that. I got a new phone, so all my accounts are gone. <laughs> there you go. And you can find me on the Geek All Stars where we uh we have a bunch of fun. I, I did also just win, spoiler alert, I just won the villains draft nice. uh, last Geek All Stars. Nice. Uh, so, uh, yeah, check us check us out on air. And uh, I cannot thank you guys enough just for being great people, great friends. Uh, and these shows are always a lot of fun. Yeah, they Absolutely. are. Thank you so much for doing it. I'm so glad we're doing it again. And I can't wait for next year. And uh, I'll be picking first. I'll screw it up. <laughs> There's no slam dunks anymore, y'all. It used to be easy. A superhero movie and you're done. It's like, not anymore. Not anymore. That's right. Um, all right, y'all. Thanks so much. We'll see y'all next time. All right. Bye-bye.